Spring is a great time of year to do some cleaning around the house and clean up your finances. And something else that you can do for your family this spring is shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses, things like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, or even college costs. I have a wife and two kids, with a third on the way, by the way, and business partners that all depend on my income. So I needed life insurance and Policy Genius made that so incredibly easy. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about self-directed IRAs and how Peter Thiel got $5 billion into his Roth IRA. everybody and welcome to the personal finance podcast i'm your host andrew founder of dollarafterdollar.com and today on the personal finance podcast we're going to be talking about the power of the self-directed ira and how peter Thiel got five billion dollars inside of his roth ira if you have any questions about this episode, hit me up on Instagram at dollar A-F-T-R dollar and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And if you want to help out the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We truly appreciate you guys doing that. So today what I want to talk about is one of the most powerful tools that everybody has at their exposure when it comes to building wealth. And a lot of people don't know that this exists. And I'm going to be referencing an article that just came out from ProPublica.com talking about how Peter Thiel amassed over $5 billion inside of his Roth IRA. Now, if you don't know what a Roth IRA is, we're going to talk about it in a second. And if you do know what a Roth IRA is, you're going to say, how in the world did somebody do that with those contribution limits? Well, we'll talk all about that today in this episode. 
And if you don't know who Peter Thiel is, Peter Thiel is one of the biggest investors in Silicon Valley. So he is actually one of the original founders of PayPal, along with Elon Musk. He's also one of the biggest angel investors in Silicon Valley. And he has a fantastic book. If you've never read his book, it's called Zero to One. So if you're really interested in investing in startups or building companies, that's a great book to look at because it talks about how he invests in companies, how he chooses the companies that he wants to invest in. But in addition, the biggest thing is how he produces company culture and how he evaluates things in life. And there's all different sorts of nuggets of information in that book. I'll leave a link to the book in the show notes as well. But there was an article that just came out talking about how Peter Thiel amassed his $5 billion. Now, ProPublica is obviously advocating that the rich need to be taxed more. This article is trying to actually bash Peter Thiel for having $5 billion within his Roth IRA. And they're trying to insinuate that the rich have exposure to a ton of secrets that we don't have exposure to. So when you read articles like this, you can either get irrationally mad at the 1% or at the person who achieved this financial gain, that's number one. Or number two, you could take parts from what they did and learn from it. See, broke people do number one. Broke people get irrationally mad at the 1% when it really doesn't impact their lives at all. And wealthy people do number two. Even if they don't completely agree with the billionaire or what the billionaire stands for, wealthy people tried to learn from the actual systems that they implemented and what they did to get to that point, even if you disagree with the methodology. So if you didn't read the article, let me sum this up for you really quick. And I'll, again, I'll leave a link to the show notes. I encourage you to read the article. It's a fantastic article. I don't agree with the points and the direction that they're going with it, but it's a fantastically written article and it's definitely worth reading. Let's see what we can learn from it. And today, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about the points that we can learn from this article, and I'm gonna teach you exactly how he did this. Because the rich don't have information that you don't have. There's only one tax code. The rich don't have information that we as normal folks don't have exposure to. They just know how to play the rules of the game. And more accurately, they pay people to tell them how the rules of the game are played. They pay accountants. They pay financial advisors at the high level. They pay people who know how to play the game. And what I'm here to do, what the Personal Finance Podcast intent is to do, is to teach everybody who is not part of the 1% how to play the game. That's what this podcast is here for, is to teach you how to build wealth, how to play this game that the 1% knows, because I believe anybody can build wealth. And if you start to really, truly build wealth, if you become a millionaire, you're joining the 1%. And I believe anybody can become a millionaire, even if you make a year. You've heard our past episodes. We talk about how you can do this, how you can build real wealth. And that's what we're here for, is to teach you how to do what the 1% does so that you can use it in your life. Will you accumulate a Roth IRA of $5 billion? Most likely not. You'll see exactly why in a second on what he did. But will you be able to amass wealth? Absolutely. Will you be able to amass wealth that you can passed down for generations? Absolutely, if you put into place things that we talk about in this podcast. And I'm just gonna cut out all the technical jargon, all the extra crap that you don't need to know. I'll take you through each and every step. So will you make a billy from listening to this podcast? Probably not, but will you be able to build wealth with some of this information if you put it into practice and do the right things? It's possible. So if you're into that sort of thing, let's get into it. Okay, so if you don't know what a Roth IRA is, I encourage you to listen to our episode talking about extensively how to use your Roth IRA. 
But I'm going to explain in this episode what a Roth IRA is for those of you who don't know. So a Roth IRA is a retirement account. And, the, and Congress actually created the Roth IRA for the middle class. So the middle class had an incentive to save because here's how it works. You contribute money that has been taxed, so your paycheck. You contribute money into your Roth IRA. Your money grows tax-free, and then you can pull it out tax-free. So the beautiful thing about the Roth IRA, it's the opposite of a 401k. Where a 401k, you're not taxed on the money that you put in. It grows, and then you pull the money out, and you're taxed when you pull the money out. So what I love about the Roth IRA is that it grows tax-free, and you can pull the money out tax-free. This is extremely powerful. So when people ask me, should I invest in my 401k first or should I invest in my Roth IRA first? We always talk about how you want to get your 401k match first because it's free money. Then go to your Roth IRA and max that bad boy out before you go back to your 401k because that tax-free growth is so incredibly powerful. And you're going to see exactly why here. And this is how we teach how to use your Roth IRA. We say max out your Roth IRA every single year. What that means is you could put $6,000 a year inside your Roth IRA if you're under 50. If you're over 50, you could put $7,000 a year in your Roth IRA at the time I'm recording this. So every year, this can change. And if it changes or goes up, it typically goes up every single year, then you'll see a difference there. And then we talk about buying passive investments, things like index funds, dividend stocks, where you get 7 to 10% every single year historically. These are the types of things that I do in my personal Roth IRA. I do in my wife's Roth IRA. And if you do that, if you gain 7 to 10% every single year within your investments, then over the course of time, in decades, you'll have hundreds of thousands of dollars. But in the, over the course of multiple decades, 20, 30 years, depending on what you're investing in, you can get up to a million dollars within that Roth IRA just by investing $6,000 a year. That's extremely powerful because you're putting a small amount of money in, 500 bucks a month, and you're going to have a million dollars by the time you retire. That's absolutely amazing. But the crazy thing is, Peter Thiel has amassed $5 billion in an account that you can only fund $6,000 a year at the time of recording this. And at the time he started his Roth IRA, the, the maximum contribution was $2,000 a year in 1999. So how did he do this? There's three companies that he was heavily involved in. One is PayPal. He was one of the original founders. He was the CEO at the time it started. One is Facebook. He was a very early investor in Facebook. He invested in Facebook in 2004, really before it even took off. And then he also had a hedge fund. So in 1999, Peter Thiel allegedly bought 1.7 million shares of PayPal for $1,700. So you can see how that valuation is extremely cheap. But this was a startup at the time when he bought these shares that was a couple of months old. Nobody had any idea what was going to happen with PayPal. Now, they believed it could be big. But there's also a lot of people during that time, during the dot-com bubble, who bought 1.7 million shares for $1,700, and now they're worth nothing because those companies all went bust. So this is still a risk for someone to buy that much and put it in their Roth IRA. But the amazing thing is the $1,700 was all he ever contributed to his Roth IRA. And in one year, that Roth IRA jumped to $3.6 million because of the success of PayPal. Then in 2002, eBay purchased PayPal and Peter Thiel's Roth was worth about $28.5 million. So eBay comes in, they buy out PayPal because at the time they were both working simultaneous together and all your transactions on eBay were through PayPal. So it made sense for eBay to buy PayPal and Peter Thiel cashed in on that. 
But like I said, your money in a Roth IRA grows tax-free. So guess what happened? Peter Thiel has this big chunk of cash, $28.5 million, that he doesn't have to pay taxes on because it was inside of his Roth IRA. Now, this is where people get angry and this is where people get frustrated. This is a legal thing to do with inside your Roth IRA. If every single year you're contributing to your Roth IRA, you're also taking advantage of those tax benefits. So he saved money on those taxes. Next, in 2004, he invested the profits, the $28.5 million, into other companies. So he was an angel investor in a multitude of different companies. But in 2004, he put $500,000 into Facebook when it was first starting. So as you can see now, Facebook is the fastest company to $1 trillion at the time of recording this. That is a massive growth plan because if you get into Facebook in the very early stages, that's what happened here. So he turned his Roth IRA in just a couple of years into $28.5 million and then invested into Facebook, a bunch of other startups as well, and grew it to $5 billion. Let's be clear here. He hit these assets literally at the perfect time. This was a time where stuff was growing so fast that in the blink of an eye, it changed his courses every single minute, especially with the dot-com boom. And he saw that tech was the next big industry. So he invested heavily into technology companies and he was paid off because of that. Are you gonna have $5 billion in your Roth like we just said? Probably not. But can you replicate what he did here? Because you're probably wondering to yourself, how did he get shares of a private company inside his Roth IRA? Well, I'm going to show you exactly how you can do that as well and build true wealth inside your Roth IRA. Let's get into it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of the hardest things about managing your money is figuring out where it's all going. And most of us are trying to save for several goals at once, which can feel like a daunting task to see if you're on track or even on pace to accomplishing your goals. But there is a tool that makes it so much easier and it's called Monarch Money. They help you track your money flow without taking a ton of time and energy. And Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. And you can invite them with an extra account with their own login at no extra cost to collaborate with you. And Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can create custom budgets, set notifications, and you can set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com PFP. That's M-O-N- A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash P-F-P for your extended 30-day free trial.
The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers, and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, NA, or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. So you probably didn't know this, but you can actually put assets inside your Roth IRA. You don't have to just invest cash into stocks or bonds. And Peter Thiel, Warren Buffett, all of these billionaires put stock in private companies that have the ability to grow 10 to 100 times inside of their Roth IRA. But this is available to anybody. It's not just available to billionaires. You can do this. Your mom can do this. Your dad can do this. Your Uncle Rico can do this. Anybody can do this. It's not just limited to rich and wealthy people. It's not limited to accredited investors or anything like that. So understanding that you can do the same thing is the first step. Because what a lot of people do is they just throw their hands up in the air and they say, ah, the billionaires have all this information I don't have or they have access to things that I don't have. That's absolutely not true in this situation. So how did he do this? The way you invest in assets, assets that are outside of the traditional stock, bonds, mutual funds, index funds, those types of things, is you do it through what is called a self-directed IRA. Now, if you've never heard of a self-directed IRA, most people haven't. Why? Because the big finance companies, a lot of them just don't want you to know this because you're investing money off of their platform. They don't really want you to know about this. But the beautiful thing about a self-directed IRA is that you can invest in all different types of assets. There's so many different cool types of assets that you can invest in that are outside of the traditional stocks and bonds. And these are physical assets. So you can invest in things like real estate, for example. Now, I wouldn't put any traditional house inside of a self-directed IRA. There's a lot of men and women who are in real estate who have very large Roth IRAs. The reason why is they're buying properties that have tremendous potential within their Roth IRAs. Now, you don't want to just put any traditional house in there, like I just said, because the limits on the contributions. What you want to put in there 
is maybe some sort of property that potentially could grow 10, 20, 30x. Because if that happens, then you're going to have a massive Roth IRA and you're going to have the tax benefits surrounding it. Now, can you put single family houses inside of a Roth IRA and still build wealth? Absolutely. But it's going to take you some time for that to build up. But there's a bunch of different types of properties that you can buy within a self-directed IRA. And this is how I met some folks who actually use their self-directed IRA to do this is through real estate meetups and things like that. If you go to a lot of real estate meetups, you'll see what are called custodians or or companies that have self-directed IRAs. They'll come to those real estate meetups and talk through these situations. Another thing you could purchase is startups, just like what Peter Thiel did where he bought PayPal, but you can buy all different types of startups within your self-directed IRA. You can buy small businesses, things like car washes, bars, plumbing companies, any small business that you can think of, you can fit into a self-directed IRA. You can buy undeveloped or raw land. If there's a piece of land that you like and you want to say, rent it out for agriculture or farming and collect the cash flow, you can buy that within a self-directed IRA. Promissory notes. We've talked about notes in the 21 ways to invest in real estate, where if you're buying real estate notes and lending people money and they pay you as the bank, you can put those in a self-directed IRA. You can put tax liens in there. You can put gold or silver or other precious metals. You can actually buy in a self-directed IRA. You could buy cryptocurrency in a self-directed IRA. Water rights, mineral rights, oil and gas. And you can even buy things like livestock or commodities. There's so many things that you could put in a Roth IRA through a self-directed IRA. It's actually tremendously powerful. So if there's things that you really have a tremendous circle of competence, what I mean by that is you really know that industry well. Let's say you grew up as a farmer and you really know livestock and you know how to make money on livestock and you can make a tremendous amount of money on livestock, then maybe a self-directed IRA is perfect for you to start buying and selling livestock. Or if you're really into real estate notes and you know that you wanna buy real estate notes as your long-term goal, then maybe that's something that you wanna do through a self-directed IRA. Or if you wanna buy a business, maybe you wanna buy a, a startup of some sort or a traditional business. All of those would be perfect inside a self-directed IRA and you get the benefits of tax-free growth. That's the power here. Now. Would I invest in these types of things if it wasn't inside my circle of competence? If it wasn't something that I knew really well? Absolutely not. I would take the traditional approach and invest in index funds or stocks or bonds or whatever I knew well. The reason why is you don't want to take risks inside your Roth IRA. You want to reduce the risks inside your Roth IRA because it's such a powerful account. And you don't want that account to go down to zero because you're investing in something you have no idea how to even operate. So the key here is to make sure that it's something you understand and that you have experience in. And if you're still learning about something, but you think it's something you may wanna put into a self-directed IRA in the future, if I were you, what I would do is continuously invest in stocks or bonds the way we talk about it. And then as you learn more and you get comfortable outside the IRA and your Roth IRA starts to grow, then you could take advantage of it in that situation. Now, let's get into how to open a self-directed IRA. Now, opening a self-directed IRA isn't the same as just going online and just opening up a brokerage account. It's not the same situation. Self-directed IRAs require you to utilize the services of actual third parties. So this is often called a custodian or a trustee. So what you have to do is you have to go find a custodian or trustee for the account. So that's what I was talking about when I go to like real estate meetups and things like that. Custodians will actually come in and and do talks to try to get more people to open a self-directed IRA through them. So you have to find a company who actually specializes 
in self-directed IRAs. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna select the investments that you wanna make. So when you select these investments, like we just talked about, it needs to be within your circle of competence. It needs to be something that you actually know the industry. So if you're looking at buying, say, a bank inside of your Roth IRA, you need to actually have experience in banking and not just cold throwing money at a bank. Number three, then you're gonna carry out your due diligence needed for that investment. So you're gonna go through, make sure that the company or whatever you're buying has good financials or whatever else you're doing to make sure you're actually making the right investment. Then you're gonna find a broker and purchase the investment. And so once you're going to purchase the investment, then number five is you're gonna ask the custodian or trustee of the account to carry out the desired transaction. So that's how you have to do it. You have to go to a company who actually specializes in self-directed IRAs. You can Google them, look at some of the best ones, see which ones may fit your specific experience because some of them are great for real estate, some of them are great for businesses, some of them are perfect for commodities or whatever else you wanna invest in. Now, what are some of the advantages of a self-directed IRA? There's way more flexibility in your in your investments, so you actually have control of your investments. There's built-in tax breaks for those types of investments. You have the opportunity to invest in things that line up with your passion. So if there's something that you're truly passionate about and you know the industry well, you're, you know it inside and out, and you're not comfortable with stocks or bonds because maybe you're just not comfortable investing in stocks, we have a fantastic opportunity here to still invest through a self-directed IRA. It also gives you the chance to diversify your self-directed IRA. Maybe you want it in half in index funds and half in a business. There's nothing wrong with that. And it gives you the opportunity to be able to do that instead of only buying specific securities. The last advantage is you have the opportunity or the option to invest in assets that may increase in value much more than the market would. Because a lot of times, if you buy a business and you have to work in that business and there's sweat equity within that business, those types of businesses, if they're already successful, can have a tremendous impact on your wealth because they can grow tremendously over time. What can we learn from what Peter Thiel did here? I have three big takeaways. The first one is to stay flexible. Make sure you have some cash on hand because if opportunities like this arise, once in a lifetime opportunities, then you need to be able to take advantage of it. Imagine if you had an opportunity to invest in PayPal for two grand and you didn't have the two grand on hand. Make sure you have some cash on hand. Maybe extend your emergency fund out a couple of months more than you think you need that. Because if you do that and you have the money available to take advantage of opportunities, and they're good opportunities, then you could actually build tremendous wealth just off one opportunity. The second thing is consult with experts because if you have an accountant that you trust and you learn the tax code, you can find loopholes like this because they're not loopholes, they're, they're legal, but it's something that you can do and take advantage of these wealth building opportunities. Every single year, I have a meeting with my accountant mid-year to talk about the new opportunities that I'm looking at. I'm about to buy a business in a month here and I had a very long call with my accountant going through all the scenarios because I wanna take advantage of the knowledge that experts have built up over years who know way more than me about specific subjects. You wanna talk about taxes? Don't ask me, ask my accountant because he's the one that gives me all the advice on my tax situation. So make sure you're consulting with people. Yes, it costs extra money. It's not fun spending money on experts, but at the same time, they're gonna save your butt in many different situations. Every time I talk to them, I have something to take away from it. And it's been an awesome opportunity that I've built my personal knowledge in addition to actually utilizing that knowledge in the real world. And I've actually saved way more money than what the fees cost to talk to them at an hourly rate. 
And then the last thing is to look for opportunities like this. See if you can find opportunities like this. What networks are in your area where there's startups if you're in interested in startups? Or real estate, if you're interested in real estate. Where can you network with people to find opportunities like this where you can maybe partner up or go into deals together so that you can reduce the risk that way? Listen, I hope you guys learned about the power of self-directed IRAs today. If you have any questions about this episode, hit me up on Instagram at dollar, A-F-T-R, dollar, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And if you want to help out the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if this is your first time listening, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And share this episode with a friend. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes as well. Because our goal is to bring as much value to you as possible. And we're trying to spread this message that money can buy freedom. That's what money is there to do, is to buy more freedom. So thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you have a great day. Everyone's heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money. But everything in life, from travel to starting a business, is expensive. Which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel, all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend Chris Hutchins a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. All the Hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.